Okay, there we go. Can you feel the narrative slamming into place like a grand piano being dropped into a one-ton trifle? Welcome to the Keep Dancing Podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by Vicky, Meg and Elliot to express lots of enthusiasm about the imminent end of Strictly for another year. We're your 100% unofficial, unexpurgated, unauthorised source of Strictly Come Dancing analysis and opinions. We aren't neutral, we aren't polite, but we are with you until the bitter end. It's at Keep Dancing Pod on all the socials. Do get in touch. All right, we've got some finalists. We do. Yeah. By way of default. (laughs) People who have not been eliminated yet. Default, default, default. Um, Injured. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Will could still come back from an ACL injury and win this, right? (laughs) Sure. Uh, I think, sure. I mean, they'd have to rewrite the last, like, five weeks, but, you know. That would still be the second best outcome we could get next week for me personally, so sure. Okay, okay. Um, So just in the results show, they had an actual worthwhile guest appearance getting bloody Carlos Acosta. Carlos! Yeah. What a babe. One brief brief horrifying moment, I thought you meant the one out of one direction. I was was like, what? (laughs) As if... (laughs) No, not the sad boy, the talented one. <laughs> not the grubby one. Uh, <laughs> not the one who wears a blouse. Uh, not not the Zane one that doesn't really do anything anymore. There's five in one direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah something like that. <laughs> Harry, Liam, Niall, Zane... Lewis. Lewis. Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> Alan. Alan. <laughs> Anton. Kevin. Because he's always propping up everywhere. Oh. Yeah, actually I'm surprised that and, Kevin didn't. Want... And he thinks he can sing after seeing that last week. Oh, good God. <laughs> but I really enjoyed seeing Katya dancing with Carlos Acosta. And you could see that it was giving everybody a little bit of a thrill in the yeah. ensemble. Yes. You could see everyone really up, up in their game. Um, it was great. Yeah. Loved it. My favourite bit was like when Diane, when Carlos first sees Katya and like Diane's in a way, and she's kind of like, I'm here, I'm here, and she kind of like shoves her out the way, just sort of like acting of Diane saying, no, look at me, I found that quite funny and cute. <laughs> <laughs> and also, sidebar, Nancy again looked incredible. Have, have, the, have Tessa Claudia actually said Nancy's name this entire series, thinking about it? Mm. I, think, I think we've given her more they, like exposure than the actual show has. They kind of forgot to introduce her. This year. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think she danced a couple times to musical acts, and they may have said thanks to Nancy and whoever. That's it. So she's probably two series away from getting a pro. Yeah. Oh, but she seems really like off the wall, though. A bit, um, kind of of the same ilk of Aveta, maybe. And I don't know. I really want to know more about her. Just she's going to be intense in that training room. Like, so I want to see her have a celebrity partner. They might end up crying within two weeks, though. The energy with which she committed to that boxing skit on It Takes Two was <laughs> admirable and nice. Her, her, um, her attempt at the Butterfoga, um was quite something. That was fast. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't as fast as the, the ultimate winner, but that was still pretty good. Oh yes, the lovely Graziano got the um, yes. the the pro challenge. Hmm. I like how she throws herself into um, every time when they bring on the terms and conditions person, and you know it's someone that she will not have any reference point for. I Angela Rippon Sooty. She still throws herself into it uh, as if she does know who it is, and <laughs> it, it's really cute. I've now just got the uh, memory of Johanna's looking very confused when Sooty was reading out the T's and C's. Like, what? <laughs> that the was great. Going on. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I love him. Hey, 
Hey, before the night gets too much older, we should start reviewing some dancers. Dancing the cha-cha as if they'd just been introduced to the concepts of limbs, dance, music, and each other. It's Emma Barton and her partner, Anton. <laughs> we don't need to say much else, to be honest. <laughs> like a week cha-cha? What it was, was it doing in the semi-final? It was... It was like, um, so I feel like their training room time might not have been 50-50. <laughs> no. No. Well, I mean, it's Anton just, does not love Latin, so. It's just the running theme of Emma's Latin, which has just been, we'll make it disco. So we don't have to do actual Latin, because we'll have fun, and we'll disguise it. And uh, I, I didn't like this. Who doesn't love the disco cha-cha? It Us. was... To to the is it Jet Two? There's one of the one of the budget airlines plays Jessalyn on a very short loop yeah. when you're getting on the plane. Oh God! <laughs> um, so like enough that she doesn't get royalties or something? <laughs> no, Just no, enough. it's like it's three Jessalyn songs on a loop. Oh, oh um, God! Yeah, and so it just reminds me of feeling very claustrophobic. <laughs> And yeah, that's kind of how this cha-cha made me feel as well. Um, like, Anton, get off her, get off her, stop it, stop it. Do we know he choreographed this, for sure? Because I was just going to lay into the choreography. But... Uh, I'm pretty sure, because the choreography was pretty dire. <laughs> yes, okay, so likely, yes. Um, it was just so jerky, it didn't like, it. I mean, because she had the straight leg thing going on, but oh, there were just sections where, like, it was so stop-starty and... Um, not, not like didn't look flattering to her. The, the part that bugged me the most is when they did the Cuban breaks and then went to the side by side cha chas. And obviously, that is like the first thing you learn when you're doing the cha cha. It's a side by side step, put your feet together, step. And she couldn't do that. Her feet were hardly moving. I was like, how have you not been able to do the core first step you learn in cha cha to the speed? And then she was picking mm. up her feet too much in the Cuban, 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 no. In the walk, what looks at the background, she was picking her. It was like she was kicking her knee up like a horse doing dressage or something. Yeah, it looked like it some weird affectation. Mm, it was all very bizarre and wasn't a big fan of what she was wearing, especially the straps on the shoulder going down her back. They looked a bit like bandage because they just looked really heavy and wide. And it was a very odd muted colour colour of gold for disco. I we think disco, I think, a lot more brighter and camper than what that was. It was a bit M&S evening wear. M&S. <laughs> <laughs> cha-cha, this is an M&S cha-cha. Oh, good grief. And I'm pretty sure Anton just brought that jacket from home and that needs to be burnt. He always wears those style jackets for, like, the party Latin. That is his signature oh. look. They're so game show hosted. It's all I know. Yeah, but so it's... is Anton. Do you think he's got? Yeah. Do you think he's got a novelty apron for when he pretends to cook at Christmas? Oh yeah, no. He, he's if he doesn't have a novelty apron, then he's got one that says "Kiss the Cook." Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. So, is it acceptable for a winner to have a cha cha that is this poor? No. no. Not 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 this late in the series, no. Um, so how do you like feel? A week, week four, Max Cha Cha. So how do you was. feel about Emma and Anton winning next week because of the force of sixteen years of uh, ongoing narrative? It feels like it's been decided from the start, regardless of how good of a dancer you are, because Emma hasn't had that massive journey. To be honest, the thing that seems to have sparked her doing well is that Shirley absolutely roasted him, and Anton should have got sacked on the spot. Even then, her Latin is so weak. It's not even she's competent in both. It's like, she, she's... I like her. I really, really, really like her. But if she was to win over Karim or Kelvin, it would feel very unfair because I just want, I want to know what they're doing in the training room. Even, even Emma said, we like to have a break and have like a chat and a coffee. It's like, well, maybe put more hours into the dancing and you'll look a bit better. Um, I, would, I like her though. Would we be talking about Emma winning if she was dancing with, like, Kevin or Aliash? Certainly uh, not Aliash. No. And I don't actually think with Kevin. 
I, I want to say no, but I feel like she would be a better dancer who would we'd feel a bit sad as gone because she would have fallen just short. But no, I don't think she would be in the final. Because this, this, so, partnership, this partnership, Emma hasn't been the star of it at all. She's a bit, I don't want to say vapid, but we haven't ever really spoke about Emma in great detail compared to her partner. And that's, that's the underlying issue. It's like what we did with Stacey and Kevin last year. We seem to focus really on what Kevin was doing because they've made it about Kevin. Well, I mean, it didn't hurt Stacey and Kevin last year. No. Um, I mean, we have we have pointed out when Emma has done the heavy lifting of the dancing. Um, there's definitely been a few answers where she's out-danced her, her pro, which is always a bit... Um, so, yeah, when you think of the winners of Strictly over the years who have not been the best dancer of their series line, it's been commonly acknowledged they're not the best dancer, i.e. Chris Hollins or Darren Goff. Um, you you still think of a like you can still think of a dance that they excelled at or was really entertaining and like has gone down in history of some kind. I can't think of one for Emma. Um and and then there's sort of like this very manufactured narrative um that, you know, about four or five weeks ago. Sh- she was nowhere and suddenly in Blackpool everything was happy days and oh she's suddenly on track for the final um it's very odd and I don't think she's really been part of it oh maybe that's when I handed in his notice um <laughs> or he was because that was the week after he talked back to Shirley because thing when normally when when someone like Brendan or another pro gets a bit snippy whether it's in the press or on live tv with the judges they're normally gone within about three weeks uh, I don't it's know. Somehow. Like, why would you? Why would you manufacture him a win unless, like, anyway? Oh, 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 I'm moving on. I'm moving on. It's like it's clear that Chacha was not good enough for week twelve. Dancing the quick step and giving us a little bit of the bubbly. It's Kelvin Fletcher and his partner Oti. Well, he had to have a forty dance this week. Yes. And that was the, I, I really enjoyed that one actually. Yes. It, it was definitely it wasn't it didn't feel like it was a forty because it needed to be a forty. It felt like it was actually a forty dance. After after the uh opening that we had, it made me go, Yes, that's a bit more like it. That's what we see the week before the final. I really liked yeah, it. it then, sorry, it it reminded me of um her quick step of Danny Mac, same kind of quality mm. to it. Yes. I, loved. I mean, it was very good. It's not my favourite quick step this year, um, but my highlights were Oti's dress because she just looked like a strawberry dessert at, a posh, at a, like a posh restaurant or something, like some sort of strawberry mousse with like some red currant jelly on the side or something because she looked stunning. And I don't think someone with a neck his size and that sort of bulbous should wear a bow tie because it looked like it's cutting the circulation off to his brain. It just made... It just, <laughs> A tie would have looked a bit nicer than just like a really heavy banded bow tie on him. I don't know. I'm being picky. I know. And like my other pickiness is I would, I know like it's sort of, that's just his face, but I would like it if there was a bit more of a, a Hollywood smile. Yep. He a has Danny one smile. Mac smile. Yeah. Oh God, I miss Danny Mac. We, no, were, Danny so, Mac had... we were so spoiled that year. Uh, Danny Mac had like, like proper like quick step matinee, you know, zing, leading smiles. man. Yes. Oh <laughs> gosh, that's the thing I couldn't t- say about. It. I couldn't tell if he was leading or not, or he was just very good being with Ot in this routine. I couldn't quite tell. I couldn't see like a definite lead from him. Well, Ot's got pretending not to be led off to a fine art now, though. Yeah, but, I mean, that, that's the thing. I'm trying, like, because you can see if someone's leading or not. But I was like, I think he is. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, I just, just didn't know. Yeah, I do think just a lot of people were shocked and bowled over by someone, um, by someone that size was able to move that quickly around the floor. And it is very impressive. But I don't know. I just kind of felt like that was very good. That was very nice. But I wasn't expecting a forty for it. But as you said, it would have been sad if we only had one person get a forty before the final. Yeah, they're going to be raining down next year. I mean, no, next we, week, as yeah. we have said, um, you know, you'll you'll believe this fridge can dance. Um, the the smeg is on casters now. 
it um, is. It's it's got a bow tie and and dinner jacket. Can Kelvin win? Uh, I hope I hope so. Yeah, probably. I think he's probably our de facto winner, to be honest, because um, Karim does not, as we've discovered, have the uh, public vote. And if, Ke- if Kelvin has a strong final and Emma still wins, I'll be slightly annoyed. Yeah, well, there's always a chance that Anton's going to me- mess up the showdowns. <laughs> I sort of feel like it doesn't really matter, though. Like, it's arbitrary what they do. Yeah, it's just about the relative size of the fan base, who can mm. get whose endorsement, and, like, the numbers are probably already fairly well known Yeah, in I mean, the production we office. Re- we need to remember, Stacey and Kevin were last of the judges in the final last year, and that, that butchering of their show dance is probably what rallied people to vote for them because their show dance was very messy and did get slated. Oh God! What was that? Was that the Land of a Thousand Dancers? Yeah, that was when they were doing stuff. Mm. He got stuck on the chair, and it was just a bit of a mess. Oh God! And they still won, and Kevin looked like he wanted to punch Craig when he criticised it. Uh, On the other hand, I can still remember quite a lot of Joe and Diane's uh, show dance with the cute, weird rock star clothes and the Uh, top hat, Fanny Giovanni's. Yeah. Oh yes. To to be honest, there was. (laughs) Definitely, like a two-week period at the beginning of Strictly this year, where I genuinely couldn't remember the one. Oh well, it does feel like John <laughs> Diane did win. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, it took me a long time to be like, "Oh no, wait!" Uh, it was, it was Kevin. <laughs> hmm. um, I just, just, I barely remember their show dance or well, any of the. Any of their dances, to be fair. Although I think they did the sixties mode, like one again, didn't they? They did. Uh, like there was a sixties Charleston. There's always a sixties one. It's Kevin. Uh, but they they won it off the strength of that Paso to Malaguena, which was one of yeah. those artful. Can you actually tell what she's doing, Passos? So much skirt swishing. <laughs> Yeah, just a lot of skirt wafting and running around in that passo. So, like, we'll be mainly, mainly sort of like, huh, all right, that's fine if Kelvin wins. I'll be happy that Otie finally gets a win, because she deserves it, because she's put in the hours the last few years. All hail Queen Otie. She's made everyone she's had a fantastic dancer, so Mm. she deserves it. (laughs) Absolutely. Go Otie. And, you know, he's he's not been a slouch. No, he's not, not been a slouch dancing. He's not been bad. I just like I've not felt transported with joy at any point. No, he's not really had a, a journey. But he still has a good narrative. Um, you know, the fact he came in at the last minute and yeah, like that still in. ties things up very nicely. And um, he's been he's been struggling throughout the series to have people see him as more than a piece of meat. Yes, that's true. But that is actually quite nice. The judges have dialed back down on the fly robbing. Well, I mean, it'll be back next week when he reprises the samba, so... Well, to be honest, I was, I was surprised we didn't get it with the uh, Paso. Mm. Well, we'll but... talk about that later. <laughs> Dancing the Viennese waltz and already dressed for playing buttons in a slightly blue regional panto, it's Chris Ramsey and his partner Karen. Must we? Yes. Yes. I mean... I suppose it's not the number, so... I I didn't feel, like, embarrassed or anything by it. Like, it was... No, it was just... It was just... It, it happened. It was not Week 12 it, material. No. It contained actual dance. It contained dance that was related to the dance it was meant to be. And yeah, I love Karen's dress. Karen's dress was stunning. Mm. Yeah, my main point on this was Karen's dress, <laughs> and and that he made a, yeah, and he he made a lot of mistakes. So I can't oh, yes. really. 
Yeah, this was, uh, it was during this one that they started uh, giving him the, oh, we're, we're sorry to hear you're leaving speech. <laughs> I think the music was too fast. Like, that is not a typical Viennese BBM speed. Like, they've clearly sped that up. Or Somebody to Love is faster than I ever remember it being. But it was way too fast. So no wonder he couldn't keep up and he made mistakes, bless him. But he tried. We but. used to uh, we used to do a routine to somebody to love in uh, well we called it modern dance class at school and it was just one of the teachers who was a bit uh, hippie-ish and wore big earrings. She uh, she she just basically let us do you know I'm a tree type dancing to things. <laughs> And somebody to love, you just uh, basically span around and round and round and round until you were dizzy. And this dance had that energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so little to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm struggling. Karen's dressed though. Yeah, but Karen's dressed though. All right, guys, I won't force it. We'll do. We'll, we'll, okay. Banter denied. <laughs> Dancing an Argentine tango that by default is the best one of the year. It's Karim Zeloal and his partner Amy. Band couple's choice, it's robbeders of Argentine tangos. Thank I'm you. really disappointed in the number of Argentine tangos we've had. Like quite frankly. I like a lot of I think for a lot of people the Charleston is like core strictly. But for me it's the Argentine bloody tango. Certainly getting up to low quarters in the semi. I want to see a couple of them. We have seen a couple of them. <laughs> well, more <laughs> than two. I want to see more than two. Oh, I love an Argy Tango. Who, Same here. Who, my brain is failing me. Who else did one? Alex. It wasn't oh, okay. that good. Yeah. Like... It, there was a lot of getting stuck on mics. Well, last year we had a fair few because we had Faye, we had Lauren, we had Joe, Debbie. And we had Kate do one. No, not Kate. Yeah, Kate. So we had at least four last year. So where are they all the gone? year before we had Debbie. We did. Yeah. And probably like... other people, but really Debbie. Uh, by the way, by the way, you should definitely go back and watch Debbie's uh, Argentine Tango again. Good grief! Well, it's pure filth. It's brilliant. <laughs> for Saturday Night Entertainment. Um. She was up and down him like a squirrel up a drain pipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. oh, I'm just thinking how great a Kelvin and Oti RG Tango would have been. <sighs> Isn't that a bit too square? Yeah, but Oti would have looked great. True. Yeah, yeah. She'd, have, she'd have just like gone round him in him. a very, <laughs> uh, you know, snaky manner and it would have been great. I must admit, there's very little about this Argentine tango that I liked from the routine to the styling to pretty much all of it. Didn't like what he was wearing. What the hell were those trousers? Those trousers. They looked like... What? Like, him in eyeliner, he looked like some weird man-child. <coughs> I didn't like... Amy's dress looked like an afterthought as well with the sort of, like, sparkly bit with him with the weird tassels down the side. Didn't like this routine. He looked off-balance the entire time. I think they're, like... Mm, I'm not saying they're trying to protect him like they did with Ashley, but it's like, well, you are a dancer because you've said about it in your stage school, so you, we know you're really good, so we're going to say that it's really good. Like, but was it? Was it, though? It seemed a bit flat and a bit cold for an Argentine tango. There was no jeopardy. There was no intensity. There was, it was a bit wet. Is maybe a soloist. Yeah. Um, and also a future one-show presenter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. If, if Chris Ramsey doesn't get the gig before him. All I could think of while watching that was his trousers looked like the Doc Martens that I desperately wanted as a, like a preteen. There was a lot, like wallpaper. a lot of rose print. I like a dark floral as much as the next person, but there comes a limit. Was, they were odd. They were very I odd. Mean, they remind me of what Ali Ash wore for his Argentine tango last year with Kate, because he was like an all floral, but he had a floral top as well, so it made sense. When it's just one piece of the outfit, it's a bit weird. Yeah. 
Right, yeah. so this didn't get anywhere near a 40, and it wasn't worth anywhere near a 40, and I thought they were setting up for another a narrative 40 with his second dance, but yes, as we'll see, it turned out differently. <laughs> didn't do much to convince me on their relationship either. Like, this is what, if they've got any hope of winning, they need to, like, show something be- between them, some kind of chemistry, but nah. What um what I did really notice uh, and appreciate during this is how incredibly built Amy is. Oh yeah, like so, like so many muscles. I, I would be amazed then. if she doesn't lift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Just like um, not not just like toned or anything, but like actually built like Natalie Lowe built. Yeah, she's mm. she's definitely quite hench. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um uh, more of that please. Um yeah, I don't think we've actually got very much more for that. So when we go around the second dancers, uh, we'll discuss the dance and then we'll talk about what we think the judges' choice and the couple's choice might be for each partner. Can we just briefly talk about how Natalie Lowe's had a nearly nine pound baby and didn't look pregnant? Ooh, it's because of the, 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 the baby. yes, like literally Aww. ten minutes to showtime on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. amazing. But if you're like little, little boy, an eight foot Aphrodite, a nine pound baby's. I know. Just I just gonna couldn't. Pop out. I just couldn't believe it. Looking at her on Tuesday, she just looked fantastic. She's like, did one feather step, and that was that was enough. That clearly induced. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing a paso doble with so much bosom on display that I thought the Strictly YouTube channel was going to get demonetized. It's Kelvin and his partner Oti. The Latin mesh shirt returns. Oh, Oti's chor- choreography here was great. Loved it. Um, I actually preferred it to his quick step just for the drama um, and no, I thought it was really good yes um, it, this was, I mean there were maybe two actually good dancers in this show and Kelvin did both of them mm. mm-hmm. yeah actually, oh gosh okay, There's, that's the review of the whole show um, and it was, that was probably the first proper male Paso shaping we've seen all series as well. Yes. Which I was worried that he wouldn't be able to do it on account of having so much um, muscle on him, but he managed. I mean, he seemed to be struggling a bit in like the training VTs. There's definitely like bits where he's like, ow, ow, ow. Um. Yeah, but that was because Oti was poking him. Yeah, but... He was also, like, trying to flex outwards, so... Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, God, I, I've, got, I've got to interject here. Someone's just put a photo on Instagram, a friend of mine. They're wearing the exact same gold jacket Anton did last night in the cha-cha. Where is did it they from? they from Marks and Sparks? I, I don't, he, he, likes to, he likes to shop at H&M and Zara, so... It I'm might be... Ask. It says, like, Boohoo Man to me. <laughs> I'm literally now asking where is that jacket from. Hopefully, I'll get a response before this is over. <laughs> Amazing. And and uh, Elliot, you're buying one of the uh, the Karen Quickstep jackets. Yes, because it's absolutely amazing, and I want it. Thank you for finding it for me. Where is it? Where is it? It's ASOS. Oh, I, I, I will I stick a link, link in, in the, the chat. chat. Please do. Um, if I can find it in conjunction with that purple skirt, um, I'm definitely wearing that out. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, amazing Karen looks. Um, so, yes, Kelvin and Oti doing... Um, oh, Kelvin and Oti. Um, <laughs> Casa Doble. That's what, that's what the pros were chanting on the balcony. I saw some people getting overexcited that they were actually doing the Jeremy Corbyn song on the TV. But no, no, they were singing Kelvin and Oti because... Like the reason why people chant, like it started as a football chant, and everybody's name sort of you can you can get it into Seven Nation Army. Yeah, you could it if you, you could either stretch it out or shorten the name a little bit. You're, you're pretty fine. 
Yeah, this was alright. I mean, it was the best male passer we've seen all series, but the bar was quite low, to be fair. So what, we've had Chris, Mike... <laughs> Male passer this year. Karen, Karen's weird, stranger oh, things. Oh god! Oh god! Oh. Just I threw her. imagine, yeah. <laughs> imagine how much better. Mind you, Karim had the opportunity to do a dance theme dance today, and that didn't work. This was a nice dance theme dance. Yes, it was. Yes, like, Chris's, Kelvin and Oti's, Karim's, Arjango. Yeah. Mm. Um, Emma's Welsh dance theme dance. It was it was quite it was quite pure for uh, for semi final. Yeah, I liked the little bit of floor graphics in the Pasadoble. It wasn't too intrusive, and it wasn't like wow, I'm on a lighthouse or anything. It was just I am in a landscape of dance. <laughs> I do feel like wardrobe did Oti slightly wrong though with us dress. It just, it looked too much like a character practice skirt. It was a character practice skirt. I uh, thought would be why it was, why it looked like one to me. Yeah. I just had sudden flashbacks back to my ballet years and, and that skirt. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, that might have been a, we had something on Friday and on Friday she didn't like it. So we're customizing something that we've already got. It might have been, yeah. But, yeah. Or just a uh, well, Kelvin's Kelvin's uh, in the mesh shirt, so nobody's. She had the nice Luber boots on though, and the amazing um, stoning on her on Oti's bodice as well. So I think maybe the skirt got was a last minute switch up. Yeah, mm. like from the waist up, it was lovely, but I, I don't I don't love a character practice skirt. Ooh, what if Kelvin had had some of the ge geometric figures on his shirt to uh, cover him up a bit? That's I just, be quite nice. It was a bit much. It was a bit much. Right, what do we think Kelvin and Oti are doing next week? Oh, Samba. Samba. Uh, yes. And that'll be their choice because that'll be the last thing the public see before they can vote. So yeah, yeah. Everyone like really ram home that they want to win. Save the samba to the end. Uh, what the judges want to pick? I don't. Maybe Gaston again. So maybe I'm not. I'm thinking it's their but I don't need to see him in that grey top again. Mm. Um. Oh, we did a week two waltz. I can't remember anything about that. That Let was the one. That was when he was off time at the beginning. Let, so ooh. the judges may want that to as an improvement because that's when he was on his own at the start and he went off time and Shirley kind of slapped him on the wrist for it. Ah, dancing the waltz and reminding us that what the world needs now is Oti sweet Oti. Yes. <laughs> mm. Okay, yeah. Sometimes I'm going to have to solve backwards from reading the joke. I, I loved his rumba, but I don't, like, you never do rumba in the final, so we won't see it again. But I did like it. Oh, maybe his Charleston. Because that's where he got tens for. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe that. And that is fair. That was when Kelvin was able to use like his performance and all that sort of like, and dram he's done. So it could be as Charleston. And and like paid dram. <laughs> Sorry. They pay you I, to I... make a soap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, he wasn't. He wasn't running around grinning in a in a flat cap. He just had his top off. Um... Unless he takes his top off for the Charleston, <laughs> it's going to be two different worlds. <laughs> Do you think his show dance might be racing driver themed? No, I hope not. Oh God, <laughs> no! Like he's going to be in a little race suit and <laughs> um, Oti's all look, yeah. Oti in tactical <laughs> booty shorts, like a... yeah, exactly, <laughs> like as the pit girl. <laughs> that is. Oh. I mean, I want that to happen, but if they do it, they won't win. <laughs> their, <sighs> their show dance is basically going to be. Him stood there throwing Oti around, and Oti's gonna look amazing. Because <laughs> even when Oti said we get to do our showdown, she had that sort of like cheeky evil, evil smile come out. I was like, I've got something amazing planned. And sort of looked at Kelvin, and so I'm excited for what they're gonna do. But I think it's just gonna be a lot of Oti putting herself in a lot of dangerous positions where her insurance might not cover it if it goes wrong. Oh, do you remember? Oh, the one she did with Danny Mac where they were leaping through the picture frames. It was a bit mm. high concept. It was, it was like, it was a show dance that was like, I know he's too good to win, but I'm just, but just hold on and let me show you the art. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, I'm I'm quite looking forward to that. Um, a victory for Queen Oti would be acceptable. Dancing the rumba and leaving us on an emotional note before backing out and making a joke, it's Chris Ramsey and his partner Karen. This was a nice one to finish on. Uh, Elliot, in the in the group chat, you were incredulous that uh, before you saw the show and caught up that this uh, scored more than the Viennese Waltz. Yeah, because I because his ballroom has been quite, although not brilliant, has been quite sim like okay. And a male rumba, we kind of like all cringed at. And then when he adds in the fact that it was Chris Ramsey, I was thinking, can he actually do this? But he actually did a really nice job of it. I really liked it. I liked what Karen wore. It kind of looked like a very fabulous evening robe. A friendly rumba, though, <laughs> is a Latin and ballroom for Netflix and chill, right? Come round, yeah. we'll have a friendly rumba. <laughs> I did not love this one, and there was very little about it that to love, really. But I, I struggle with a rumba anyway. But I didn't love Karen's dress. It was weirdly coloured under the lights, and I don't know what was going on with his shirt. It was just odd. The whole thing was odd. I think Erin played. Um, Erin, <laughs> wow. Uh, Karen <laughs> play played a, a really sensible game here like didn't didn't make it sexy made it, it i think it was full of quite simple steps um and it was quite heartfelt it was sweet it wasn't cringe like there was a lot it this could have been a disaster and it actually was quite nice it was fine yeah it was sort of um like if you wanted to make a moderate effort with a wedding dance you could do something like that yeah Which hopefully Rosie will get now. Yay! I must admit, I did like the lighting in this, the sort of like bronze spotlights all over the floor. I did like that. That created like some nice sort of like effect down the TV. But, but yeah, this week he was like visibly out of his depth. Yeah. I just, I do I wonder what Karen would have done if they had made the final. I do feel like we would have seen that Charleston again, all that couple's choice. I liked that dance. That was good. Yeah, the Charleston was great. Actually, no, I liked both, to be fair, but I know a fair few of us weren't fans of their couple's choice. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't a fan of that. No. No, the Charleston was uh, was fairly sweet, and he got I quite for that as well. I quite liked their, ch uh, their jive with the Elton John jive. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah, oh, well. Um, well, I mean, he's suddenly famous now. He is. Mm. And sometimes that's what you uh, go on Strictly for, to go up a few rungs on your TV ladder. Probably be presenting that New Year Live programme that Strictly Person always do does well on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, let's just hope they're a bit better than St um, Stacey and Joe were last year. Because that kind of like highlighted that neither of them had done live telly before or, or much, and it's, that's a bit awkward to sit through. Stacey's I mean, presenting manner. I know I'm not the target audience, but good grief, really. <laughs> and let's suppose he's going to have so many stories and stuff and just just material for his tour next year, so he's he's sorted. I imagine like entire, the entirety of... Hopefully it won't be a tour. tour. It'll just be about historically... Yeah, and hopefully, unlike Sean Walsh, it won't be just a tour slagging off everyone that was on it. Yeah, uh, um, he's still quite deep in bitter valley about all of this. Mm. Yeah, I think I think Chris has like come across, come off for the most part, really lovely and really genuine. And even like tonight, when you were calling to the dance of, you went, "Shall we even bother?" Like I'm against Karim. It literally reminded me of when Susan Kalman was in the dance against Alexandra, and that Tess was like trying to be like, "You can still do it." She just started laughing, just like, "Oh, shut up!" Like I'm against Alexandra Burke. Let's not let's not entertain this. Good chat, Tess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just reminded me of that. It's like, shall we just 
cut the lights now, just send me home. I'm not going to win, but I've had a great time, so thanks for having me. Oh, Meg is doing us some cross-stitch charts of uh, the the greatest moments from this series, which are all things that people have said. Uh, so we're having a good chat, Tess. Um, yes. With good some chat. Of- uh, I'll give you my hairpiece. Yes. Uh, and then so much content. Yes. <laughs> Um, I feel like they, I feel like there could also be one from Motsi, which is just the word honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Yeah. yeah. Motsi, 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 Motsi. Just. I, I hope mean, we, we. I hope we can keep her. We're we're probably looking at twenty twenty before these stitch these stretch appear, but yeah. They are on my list. They'll be coming out around the same time as the every strictly result ever tea towel that is ready to go to press as soon as we get the results next weekend. Are you going to be able to buy chart software? Can yeah. you actually buy one? I will be. Um, I'll be making them. I've been doing them for Eurovision and the Premier League. Um, so yeah, strictly tea towels are coming. Put me on the list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was Chris and Karen, I guess. Um, nice last dance. Uh, very magnanimous in acknowledging that it was a bit silly they'd got this far. Yeah. I mean, and we got fun Karen back for a year, so we can thank Chris for that as well. Like she's Karen's really had a great year. Yeah. She's lying yeah, up. She's fun Karen it. was back. She beat Kevin for the first time ever. She's had a good year. She's hot. She's got an undercurrent, uh, undercut. <laughs> she's in love. She's worn... Amazing frocks throughout. She's had a laugh. What more could you want? Her boyfriend's really hot. <laughs> they've got they've got really nice dogs. Yeah. Uh, so Karen, her ex got knocked out pretty early. Karen's living her best life. She's not even thinking about him. Like you, like you know when somebody is so over somebody that it's weird that they were even together. Yeah. yeah. Her energy is on a completely different level now. Go, Karen. Dancing an American smooth that was very touching. Touching me. <laughs> touching you. It's Karim Zelwal and his partner, Amy. Oh, that joke was the the highlight of this entire American smooth. Like, what what is Amy doing with this choreography with Karim now? Like like what Vicky said, now I'm like sort of like looking at their person like their connection, their personality, because there's only three of them left now. There's nothing there. They're literally two people who've been told to dance together, so they're getting the job done. It was it was like you know sometimes Joe Clifton would do quite weird twee routines. This was one of those. Yeah, I just I just didn't get it like at all. Like oh, it was so weird. And, and to like much classier American smooths as we've seen. I've got this how many years now. Maybe they were trying to get older voters on side. Well, I, I mean, I was already unhappy about the song choice, as proved by the group chat when they first, when they released it on Tuesday. But I just, I what was this? It was like a, a hashtag van life American smooth, Instagram American smooth. Yeah. Um, um, sweet Caroline, just... I've ruined it for myself because uh, yeah. when I used to live in Utrecht in the Netherlands, um, coming home through the train station, you would go through a, sh- a shopping centre called Hoch Katerine, and I always used to say <laughs> Hoch Katerine. <laughs> um, so yeah, the whole song is just ruined for me forever now. <laughs> I was I was very impressed that they had actual flame on the stage though. I was like that that seems a bit risky to me personally. Um but uh uh I mean I was expecting one of those like fabric hot air flames um rather no, than an it's... actual literal fire pit. The thing is that it's Karim and Amy, and you can sort of trust them. Like, they're not going to do anything crazy. I know, but there's just there's so much hairspray and flammable fabrics. Mm. For, like, just in the, the studio. <laughs> I was just like... Oh. 
can like Karim can't win. No. But what do you think he he's going to do next? Vote. What do you think he's going to do next week to impress us? That quick step has to come back out. As a last yes. to try and get the votes, that has to be their final dance because that was incredible. That's probably been his best dance this year. Was the quick step? Or the drive? Nah, the quick. I think the quick step was better. It showed off more skill for me. I know the drive got a forty, but it was very manic. The quick step was just very classy and very, for lack of a better word, proper. And I, I, I loved it. His Charleston was really frantic. His drive was, but his quick step was the right sort of level of high energy, but refined. Which I think you need to win. What the judges what, want to see, I don't know. What did he do in Blackpool again? His Charleston. Oh, oh yeah. Which made Ellie shout hoist. Hoist! Oh God, no, I don't want to see that again. I don't... Um, oh, what about the uh, Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Popping no, over to Regent's no. Park saying, can you paint my face for 50p? And then going back to work and saying, grr. Really? I'm a tiger. I just think like, of, the, oh, think of no. the winner's photo. What if they do somehow win and that's how they're dressed up? Well, it oh, wouldn't be, be like, the stupidest one ever. I'm it'd not be like sure. Joe McFadden it's all over close. again. It's close. <laughs> well, oh. I mean, they're not going to win, so we don't really need to worry about it. No, I mean, they, they may pick to do their Viennese because Karim was so upset about it, he may want to do it to prove he can do it. Yeah, but a that's a ter- that is a terrible idea, though, piling all that pressure on yourself. Well, yeah, but that's, exact, that's exactly what a high-strung type A personality would do. I can, I can see the attraction. I'm interested about their show dance. Because we know it's going to be probably very high energy and a lot going on. He's probably going to be doing all his handsprings and his tricks. I just don't know how it's all going to fit into... I'm just Googling songs that are 160 BPM. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my first first mind went they could do like a rated to No Limit by 2 Unlimited. Um... Get away no, from us at like no, 90s. No, 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 no. There's a, there's a 160 BPM edit of Smash Mouth doing I'm uh, a Believer. Oh, no. For a moment there, I thought you were going to say All Stars, and then I was going to have to, like, rage quit out of you. Uh, no, no, it, no, it's fine. Oh, Saplan Pour Moi by Plastic Bertrand. Emily would like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm thinking something about 160 BPM. Footloose by Kenny Loggins. Freestyler by Bomb Funk NCs. Footloose is a good shout. Footloose, like, I think that is quite a... You could imagine that, actually. It's really generic. It's, like, quite them. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. And the claws oh, out. The, <laughs> Sorry. the tea just came out there. <laughs> I think he doesn't say anything for ten minutes, and then it's that. Oh god! And then she um, reads. I didn't. And, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> How did you mean it then, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 just quite obviously. The show dance is going to be. They're going to throw everything into it. It's going to be a very fast song, but we'll probably have seen something similar to it before. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter what their show dance is because they're not going to win. So, and Footloose is a kind of obvious choice because it's a song about the power of dance, and they are both like hardcore dance zealots. Oh, yeah. podcast yeah. title. <laughs> um, Everybody think, get Footloose. Do we think Amy's going to fall into the same sort of trap that Diane did last year? Because it's, it's her first ever show dance. Is she going to get a bit get a bit giddy? And what her idea of what she's trying to do won't fully translate like through something, whether it's costuming or props or as something. As long as... I think my advice to a first-time show dance choreographer would be you are allowed one prop. Yeah. You can go to the medium-sized warehouse once. Because the, Not the first... six times. Because it's very rare when it's your first show dance, does it not look messy? Like, Gorka's with Alexandra was very frantic. Anton's with Katie was a mess. Um, Oti's was actually quite nice, but, you know, she's very clever in what she does. A lot of the time, the first time they do a show dance, it's like, 
I want to throw everything at it. And then what was realize... Joe and Catch's show dance? Oh, it was um, it's all like a Cinderella story where her dress changed and everything. Oh, oh yes, exactly. of course, yeah. But again, Catch is very clever and refined in her choreography, and she did have Neil to help then. So I thought Jay's show dance was quite good because it, he sort of didn't really do a massive amount. It was the um, to the weekend. Can't feel my face. And, like, basically, the only thing you'll remember about it is that he came down on the hoist doing a handstand. Wait, they managed to get away with um, a song basically about hardcore drugs on the BBC? Of course they did, Elliot. <laughs> but because I... it's not it's not about drugs. It's about, I can't feel my face when I'm with you, and the you was a romantic partner. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember they repeated, like, move for move, their rumba and their jive. And then I remember Len saying, it was like your greatest hits. Because um, <laughs> they learned nothing new. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of a bit of a swizz that they won. Um, but yes, hopefully we'll see something memorable. What? So we've already been through what Karim and we are going to reprise. We've speculated about their show dance to Footloose. If this actually happens, we we can never podcast again because we're becoming witches. Dave just is close and scary. Speak for yourself. How? I have been witching for some time. Well, the, the magic is leaking, Meg. You need to make sure your salt circle is is properly secure. Um, so well, all that remains abandoned me tonight. All that remains uh, tonight before the we spew one final spout of hot takes after the final next week is for us to pick our semi-final frock of the week. Elliot. Uh, it is going to be O.T.'s quick set dress because, like I said, she looked like a strawberry shortcake sundae dessert thing and I absolutely loved it. Vicky. Uh, I say Karen's Beanie's Walsh. Meg. Karen's Viennese Waltz. I also say Karen's Viennese Waltz. Damn it. <laughs> oh, marvellous. Well, well done, everybody. We are almost bringing this to a conclusion. So all that remains is to say good night, Meg. Good night. Good night, Vicky. Good night. And good night, Elliot. Good night. And good night to you, dear listener. Keep dancing.